All right. Um, I don't know why the intro music is not playing, but that's something I'll worry about for another day. Uh, welcome back to Prescribing Truth. I'm Jamal Bandy. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, please remember to subscribe if you find this content helpful. Um, also hit that notification bell on the side so you can be notified when I have new content. If you're listening to this on your various podcast apps, um, please rate the show. Let me know what you think about the show. I really appreciate it. All criticism, if you think it sucks, if you think I'm don't know what I'm talking about, whatever case may be, please just let me know. Um, please just rate it, leave a comment, let me know what you think. I really appreciate it. Um, it really helps me out um, to grow and so on and so forth. I hopefully it'll be constructive criticism. But anywho, um, also if you'd like to contact me, email me questions, or if you want to chop it up with me about a certain topic or whatever I talk about in the show, whatnot, you can email me at prescribe dot truth at gmail.com you can also call me at 801-980-6333 if you like to support the show financially you can do so by partnering with us on patreon and thank you so much to our new patron as of today ivan draper thank you so much my brother for uh supporting the show really greatly appreciate it you too can support as well um anywhere from a dollar and up um a dollar patron just by a dollar we take part in the pre-show um, I go live actually before I start at 9 o'clock, you know, chop it up with the patrons and whatnot, and, and we do a post-show hangout. You know, we discuss different things, pray for one another and whatnot. Um, I just, you know, really, I really do like that. And so, um, yeah, you can take part in that as well. Anyone from a dollar and up, you just, um, for your support, I greatly appreciate it. Not saying you give a dollar for that, but that's just something I want to do to give back. And I feel like anybody who supports me financially um, deserves to be, in, you know, in my life to be able to see what's going on with prescribed truth, um, hold me accountable and whatnot. You know, I, I want to be touchable in that way. So um, I find this value there. All right. Um, is there anything else I want to throw out there real quick? No, that, I think that's about it. Oh, seven forgot, man. There's so much to be going on this month. Uh, wanting to do the drawing. We still got to do the, draw, the drawing for the subscribers. We're going to do that. We're going to get that done. I want to do that live for you guys and see and everything. So, they're going to take care of that. And, man, people have been subscribing lately. Um, the past week, I've received like two or three subscribers. So, um, yeah, super encouraged by that. I thought I turned turn down these notifications. Let me do that. All right, turn down that. All right, good. So, yeah, uh, we're going to get that done. And so, yeah, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And um, if you subscribe before I do that, then you also will be included in the drawing, you know. Uh, so, yeah. So, today's show, if you already see the title, uh, we're going to be talking about whether or not the dead know what's going on with the living. Now, this started as a response to um, a comment on another live stream I did. Um, a guy came on uh, giving me some pushback or whatnot. I'm kind of being kind of rude. but Anywho, uh, he was responding to something that I said in the live stream dealing with the dead. And so I wanted to um, kind of respond to that. But also know there are a lot of people who have questions about this, who wonder whether or not the dead knows what's going on with the living. And what's the biblical answer to that, biblical perspective. Now, what I am want to offer tonight is just a starter. It's a starter for you to go back and look over, to study for yourself, and to see what the scriptures say. You know, and I, I'm not going to say come to your own conclusions with this because truth matters. There is an answer. Uh, whether or not you find it tonight or when your own study, I pray the Lord would 
uh, rest you, you know, would, uh, would give you rest in the answer, in the truth. All right. So I will give you my perspective. And so starting off, um, I will say that um, the dead do not know what's going on with us, the living. Um, I'm not. Uh, this is a far cry from what the Jehovah Witnesses teach concerning this. They teach that. Uh, let me take that out. They teach that um, once you die, you're annihilated. You know, you're you know, you're no longer exists. You're no more. Um, this isn't what the biblical teaching is. And so that's not what I'm pushing for at all. So um, I want that to be made known and clear there. So, yeah, I know people have questions about this and um, and have concerns, you know, about this, everything. And so I want to be compassionate towards those things as well. So um, just bear with me. I just got a couple of scriptures you're going to look at and, um, and and we'll go from there. OK, and we'll and I give some examples of some instances where people may um, feel that this is the case, but it simply isn't. All right. But we're going to go to. Eastward, we're gonna look at look at the scriptures there. First, we're gonna look at Ecclesiastes, um, chapter nine. We're gonna look at verses five through ten, and then we're gonna look at Isaiah sixty three, verse sixteen. So you can um, start trying to turn there if you like to. I'm about to go to it now. All right, so Ecclesiastes nine, and uh, we're gonna start at verse five now. This want to be fair to the scriptures, okay? So, um, the writer of Ecclesiastes isn't trying to give an answer about this. So this isn't like one of the things like, "Hey, do the dead know what's going on or living?" No, they don't. Or yes, they do. No, he's not providing that answer here. He's not trying to. That's not his intent in writing these scriptures or when he's writing these things. But this is what we see from the truth that's here, and because it's in scripture and it's given as a truth claim. This is God's word, God's inspired word. Men wrote as they was carried along by the Holy Spirit. So, I believe this to be truth that this writer is giving us. Okay, so this is wisdom literature. I mean, it's meant to be read as such. All right, so he's not answering the apologetic. He's just he's letting you know how he feels, and he's giving you something to think about um, through this text. And he's talking about the vanity of life and how we put so much trust and so much. So much stock in these things on earth when really they're going to pass away. And when we die, they're not going to matter at all to us. So he talks about the vanity of all those things. You know, the end of, in the, in the end of Ecclesiastes, he talks about, hey, at the end of the day, fear God and obey his commands. Because that's all that matters in life, which is true. All right, so we're going to look at verse 5. Uh, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. And they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished, and forever they have no more share in all that is done under the sun. All right. So these now, though he's speaking of, speaking in a different context about something totally different than answering this question, he's making truth claims here. He's not saying this is maybe the case or any of that. He's Saying this is a definite. When the dead, like the, the living know we're going to die. Like we know we're going to die one day. We know that. But the dead know nothing. Because the dead ain't thinking about none of that. It says, and they have no more reward. And they're talking about earthly rewards. Not talking about whether you're a believer and you die. You have a reward that's in Christ. But talking about earthly reward. Like there's no more reward. So 
whatever state you was building towards your businesses and everything else is not going to matter. When you die, you don't get to share in any of that. And so they have no more share in all that is done under the sun. Once again, talking about earthly things. So whatever's going on in your life after someone passes away, or case may be, they have no more share in it. Not, they don't benefit from anything that goes on afterwards. This is why a lot of people um, who, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, they're not concerned with what kind of casket they have or whether or not they have a big ceremony or whatever case may be or who's there or who's not there. Because when they die, none of that's going to matter. They're not going to be thinking about it. They're not, you know, like when people die, they're not watching the, 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 the funeral service, you know, like they're not. And so that's why some people that's like, well, hey, you know, bury me. Hey, I just want y'all to be happy, but it don't, you know, it don't matter. You know, it's not that they're trying to be dark, but that's just the reality of life. It's like all of this vain. And that's what um, Ecclesiastes is getting to here. And so we're going to continue reading. Verse seven says, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart. For God has already approved what you do. Let your garments be always white. Let not um, oil be lacking on your head. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun because that is your portion in life and in your to in your toil at which you toil under the sun like, real quick <laughs> you gotta love the language here man like you you're thinking he's saying like these things is a happy mood like hey enjoy life you know eat your bread with joy you know he's like you would imagine that this is how he's saying it but he's not <laughs> he's like go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already approved what you do. Let your garments always be white, and let not all be lacking from your, on your head. Enjoy life with the wife of whom you love all the days of your vain life. I'm like, whoa. You know vain, vanity means nothing. Like, your life is nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> wow. Is it because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun? That's like, ah, uh, that's some language there, man. But that's true. Life is, is vain. You know, the only thing that matters is the fact that we're created to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That is why we're created. That is the purpose of man. That's it. If you ever wonder, hey, what's my purpose in life? That is it. Obey God. <laughs> um, Verse 10. Now, this is another, this is uh, the key verse or one of the key verses. He says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work or thought, or knowledge, or wisdom in Sheol, to which you are going. Now, let's, real quick, let's discuss what is Sheol. All right, Sheol is basically the place where the dead go, the grave, okay? So he said, hey, that's where you're going. And there, there's no work, or thought, or knowledge, or wisdom in Sheol. So, hey, enjoy all these things. You know, whatever your hand finds to do, you do it. Do it with all your might. But there's no more once you die. All right. So they just they just further letting us know, hey, when we pass, that's it. That's it. Whatever happens on, on this earth goes on without us and we move on. And then uh, even like we go back to verse five, it says for the for the memory of them is forgotten. And so this is a, this is a truth. You know, and it's a harsh truth, but it's like when people die, eventually they are forgotten. I mean, you have memorials put up for people who are who've done things A, B, and C, where they can be remembered. You know what I'm saying? But what about what if those things didn't exist? What if they weren't there? They would be forgotten. 
you know, and that's just the reality of it. They will be forgotten. Even if, like, a, a historical figure like Martin Luther King, man, like, you got to know that even, like, though we still remember him, there's a day named after him and everything else, he's yet still forgotten. And how is that? Because look at the turmoil we still deal with, like, as if that was his goal. You know what I'm saying? And so we still, you know, that's, that the memory of them is forgotten. You know, we continue on with life. And that just, you know, that's that's just the, the reality of it. And um, real quick, before I get into my talking points, I'm gonna look at, we're going to look at Isaiah 63, verse 16. I'm going to turn to that real quick. 63, verse 16. And we'll start at verse 15. Look down from heaven and see from your holy and beautiful habitation. Where are your zeal and your might? The stirring of your inner parts and your compassion are held back from me. Then he says, for you are our father, though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not acknowledge us. You, O Lord, are our father, our redeemer from of old is your name. Now, why is this another key part? Key part. Okay, think about it. There was a promise given to Abraham that through him, the nations will be blessed. Abraham dies. He eventually dies. Now, Israel being offspring from, uh, of the flesh from Abraham, he's, they're saying here, Isaiah's saying here, Abraham don't know us. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't know who his descendants are. He's dead. He, he's ignorant of them. And he doesn't acknowledge Israel because he doesn't know them. But God does know them because he's always there. He's always with them. And it's funny. So he says, Abraham does not know us and Israel does not acknowledge. So Israel being Jacob, Jacob don't know them. He don't acknowledge them. Though they're descendants of Jacob. Jacob himself don't know who they are at this time. You talk, you got, you talk about generations and generations past. He don't know them. You know, and so how does that be? Like, you would think the, like, the one who was given the prophecy of, of what was to come would be just knowing exactly what is going on at the time, knowing what they're doing, how much, how, how many times they're just being hard-headed and rebellious and, and worshiping other gods and everything else. But that's not the case. Abraham doesn't know. Jacob doesn't know. They're dead. Now, does this mean that when they, when they die, they cease to exist? Of course not. That's a that's a Jehovah Witness doctrine. It's a false doctrine. It's not biblical. No, the Bible is clear that when when we die, hey, either one, either we die and we're with the Lord, or we're dying, we're in torment. Either way, you know, so we're not uh, knowing what's going on on the on the earth. You think about the example that Jesus gave when he talks about um, the rich man and Lazarus. How the, the the rich man, he wanted to go back to warn people not to come to where he was, being tormented. So it's not that he knew what they were doing, but he knew, he had a memory, he remembered that there were people that he cared about. And he knew they were living a life against God's will. And he wanted to go back and warn them so they wouldn't come. That's, so you see an example there. You also see Lazarus. He's resting. He's resting in the bosom of Abraham. 
He's not having no thought towards what's going on in the world. He's with the Lord. It's, you know, and so he doesn't know what's going on with the world. I should say no thought to it. He, he doesn't know what's going on with the world, but he's resting. He's in, he's with the Lord. He's into this eternal rest with Christ. That's beautiful, but also reality. So now let's, let's, um, let's cap this. Let's put a cap to this. I gave a couple of scriptures. There's like I said, this is just, this is just a starter. It's for you to take these texts, read them for yourselves. Um, look over the scriptures, look over the word. And see what the word says. Now, there is no text in scripture that says that the, that the dead know what's going on with the living. None. We see scripture here that implies that they don't know. And I say implies because Isaiah is not trying to answer the argument if the dead knows what's going on with the living. And so in Ecclesiastes, it's not trying to answer the question of whether or not the dead know what's going on with the living. But within their statements, they are making truth claims. And... Therefore, this is this is why I would say that I believe it's definitive that this is true, that the dead do not know what's going on with the living. Or these people would not have said these things. It would have been a lie. And so um, that's my take on that. So please go back and look over it yourselves. Look over other, t- other texts of scripture and see um, what you think, you know, what you come to, conclusion you come to. And I pray that it be the truth. Um, now. Let's talk about something, and this is more on a compassionate end. What do we do about people who may have said they've seen their loved ones, they've seen them, and they come and they talk to them? What do we do with that? I mean, that that is a real that's real stuff. I mean, I've I've heard many people come to me and say, Jamal, I've I've seen my grandmother come talk to me. I've seen my my brother come talk to me. I mean, I had a I had a dream where I, where Cameron, my long my friend that passed away, where he where he talk to me in the dream you know and i knew he was dead in the dream i knew he was dead but i feel like he was talking to me you know like we've like what do you do with those experiences you know um we got to we can't we cannot and i and i and i can't stress this enough we cannot gauge truth especially biblical truth god's truth we cannot weigh that stuff against i mean with our experiences like we can't make our experiences be the gauge by which we like gauge truth we can't do that because the bible is clear that our hearts are deceitful and wicked who knows it i mean that goes for our mind and our thoughts you know our heart beats blood it pumps blood you know but it's our mind you know saying that we have our thoughts and these things and we have these desires and all those things so it could be could be that maybe it's something because you miss that person so much and all those things that you just happen to see them, you see something, you know, or if you want to go in the spiritual realm, do you want to go spiritual with it? It could be that devils are playing tricks on you. You know, that could be you being oppressed by a spirit. Who knows? I mean, that's 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 one conclusion we could come up with, you know, saying I would have to find a, uh, a biblical um, example of that, which honestly, at the top of my head, I don't know a biblical example of a, um, where a demon would manifest as a spirit to a person to speak with them. Um, you know, you know, now we do, we do see the scriptures where angels have manifested into human beings, you know, and came before men. That's what happened with Abraham. He, he's under the tree. Uh, he's visited by three angels, as the scripture says, with three men. But two of them were angels. One of them was Yahweh in the flesh. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, we have, we have that example, you know. So, I mean, you know, it could be. 
but but these you no know, this is all at this point you get to uh things that are subjective right you know when you get to that point but what's true and what i see in scripture that is laid out is that the actual person the person you actually lost uh don't know what's going on you know we pray for those who we lost and hope that they knew the lord we hope that all the time you know what I'm saying? But we ourselves don't know. That's between them and the Lord. Like, I don't know if a person passed away, whether or not they've gone to hell or they're, or, they're, or they're headed to hell, I should say, or going to be with the Lord. Um, We can make assumptions based on how they may have led their lives and so on and so forth, based on what the word teaches. But uh, definitively, no one's in limbo walking around having unfinished business as some those who like to like look at paranormal activity and all that kind of stuff like that. That's that's not the case. All right. And so um yeah. So this is like I said this is a subject that man I would love to continue a discussion on. Um I know this is not one of them you know, real deep you know uh conversations, but this is something that people do deal with normally. And pe- and it's and it's some people have a hard uh have a hard time giving an answer. And so um this is my stance on that. Um, I hope this has been helpful. Please let me know in the comments if you want to continue a discussion on this. Um, I think it'll be helpful. Hope hope this helps a lot of people. At least, like I said, to be a starter. So remember, leave your comments. This is all I got for tonight. Um, leave the, um, your thoughts in the comments. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Also support us on Patreon. Also, if um, if you feel led to, if not, I appreciate your prayers. But remember, though this world is full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. For the patrons who are available, I will be available for the post show afterwards. So stay tuned. Grace and peace. Prescribe truth, we're giving you what the doctor ordered. Jamal Bandy, apologist, the Lord's servant. We undeserve it, but Christ changed our mind frame. In a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth.